0: What is up, guys, and welcome back to Bug Brothers CP, where we like to talk about football. I'm your host, as always, Lucas. I'm Zach. And today, we're coming at you with the week 15 pick'em. And as we start every episode, I will let you know how we do our pick'ems here. We will start off, because we don't have a guest this week, we will start off looking back at last week given some awards uh three different awards for the best performing team the worst performing team and a team that just performed you know better than we thought we better than we thought they would yeah so like like a surprise team yeah uh we'll hand those out then we'll let you know our records and then we'll get into the pick em, and when we pick 'em, we go through each game who we think is going to be the winner talk about it a little bit give an mvp for the game you know who we think it's going to be and then uh each week we have to choose one game or one team that we are locking and when we lock a team that means if they win nothing special happens we just get a win on our record but if they lose then we get an extra loss so we get the loss from getting the game wrong, and then an extra loss from losing the lock. So that's how we do our pick'ems. And without further ado, we will get into the episode now. Like I said, starting out, looking back at week 14, we'll hand out uh, some superlatives. And Zach, do you wanna go first? I can go first. I'll start with the worst team. Worst performing team. I'm gonna go the Jaguars. All right. I also have the Jaguars as my worst performing team. Jaguars losing twenty to zero. We will wait a second. But on another note, on top of Jaguars, we're kind of going off on a subplot because it just happened. Very recent news. Very recent news. Urban Meyer gone. You guys up to date? Urban Meyer is out. Which can't say it was unexpected. Can't say it was unexpected. I'm surprised that they did it. Now. I'm surprised they didn't let him finish the season right. at this point in I time. Yeah, I would have finished Personally, I would have fired him earlier, but I get like at this point in time I would have let him well, finish the there's it like what there's what, four games left? Yeah. Like I don't I don't I don't know why you don't just leave him in, let him coach. But But I mean it uh Offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel is coming in as the interim head coach. He has had Experience at this. Last year, he came in for the Lions as the interim head coach, secured one victory over the Chicago Bears, so that's something. <laughs> but um yeah, the Jags last week did not look did no. not look good at all. It's probably Trevor's fault. Trevor Lawrence though, twenty four for 40, 221 yards, four picks. Yeah. But that's not the worst part, believe it or not. That is not the worst out of the game. Their leading rusher, James Robinson, six carries for four yards. James Robinson was their leading rusher of the game? And he had four, four yards. yards. Jeez. And only six carries because they thought it was better to throw it 40 times. Yeah, when your quarterback's throwing four picks. When James Robinson is... Nah, nah. we'll get into that. James Robinson was a top five... Running back in yards last year, exactly, but uh, there was there were no bright spots no i I put a lot of it on urban me too, and I think that Jacksonville actually becomes a better team with Daryl Bevel as the interim I think so too, and now he has Marvin Jones, who he was with last year in Detroit. No that doesn't anything well we'll figure I think it out it'll, but. Martin Jones is a really good character in the locker room, so I think it'll definitely have an He's effect. good to have. And when it came out and said that he was having problems with Urban, I was like, that's not good. Because Martin yeah. Jones is a good dude. And he dealt with Patricia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knows what it's like to be in a toxic setting and still could not handle Urban Meyer. But, yeah, I'm, I'm all down with that assessment. Jaguars losing 20-0. to getting blanked. Yeah. They're they're my worst performing team. Worst performing team of the week. Next up we go to the best performing team and my best performing team is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. My that is also my best performing team. All right. The Chiefs 48 to 9 over the Raiders. I think their total Points against the Raiders this season, like it was, it was something absurd, like eighty nine to twenty one or twenty four. That's their score. Like, like both games. combined? Both games combined. Jeez. It was, it was like upper eighties to like low twenties. See so, that? Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's just a, a Chiefs hate the Raiders type deal. But Patrick Mahomes, 20-for-24, 20 258 yards, two touchdowns. Derek Gore was their leading rusher. Nine carries for 66 yards and one touchdown. I actually like him a lot. He's when not bad. When um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was out, they used Derek Gore a little bit. I mean, Williams was the uh, number one when Hilaire was out. But they used Gore as like a change of pace back, and he was always good at ripping off like 8 to 12-yard runs. And he, uh, I believe he had like a 40 or 50-yard run, and that's probably why he's the leading rusher of the game. Tyreek Hill, four catches for 76 yards, decent game for him. But the Chiefs just all throughout the game, 14 points in the first quarter, 21 in the second, 3 in the third, 10 in the fourth and they shut out the raiders in the first and the fourth quarter. Just <laughs> yeah, total, total suffocation. It was an all-around just slugfest for the Chiefs. I agree. It was AFC match, AFC West matchup that I believe it had, you know, what are their records? I mean, you know, not not too big of implications, probably solid implications for the Raiders trying to get into the playoffs, being at 6-7 and seven now. Yeah. But, yeah. They dropped the ball huge on this one. Not much going there. Chiefs get my best performing team. Mine as well. Blowing out the Raiders 48-9. to <clears throat> Alright. We'll go on to surprise team of the week. Mine is the Falcons over Panthers. I took the Panthers last week, so it's a little bit, I guess you could say, not a surprise that I would take the Falcons, but (laughs) the Falcons look good, and obviously Panthers looked a little shaky, Cam Newton, my biggest pet peeve with that game was the fact that they pulled Cam Newton to put PJ Walker in. Have PJ Walker throw a pick and then put Cam Newton back in. Yeah, I agree. I th- just keep Cam Newton in. I don't think he was doing bad enough. T- he, I think his, if I'm correct, his stats were, it was like six for nine for like sixty yards and a pick, and he had thirty three rushing yards and a touchdown, and they pulled him once he threw the pick. Yeah, that. Like, do you do you have that little faith? Is it that close of a tightrope between where one tiny mistake gets you yoinked? I think that's a coaching... I think that's a bad coaching personality for Carolina. But either way, Falcons looked pretty... Looked very good. Cordo Patterson with 58 rushing yards and a touchdown. Always having multiversal yards. And Matt Ryan, 19 for 28, 190 yards and a touchdown. The Falcons looked very good. The Panthers... I I think we're poorly coached, but other than that, yeah, Falcons get my surprise team of the week. I like that word you used, multiversal. I don't know if it's a word, but I like it. <laughs> it works. Multiversal is the perfect word for Cordero Patterson. I'm 100% down with it. But yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Other than I I I projected yeah. the Falcons to win. So, kind of knew, or I kind of hoped this would happen, I guess. Kind of knew. I'll say I knew it happened. I knew it was going to happen. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew it all was going to happen. But that's a fair, fair surprise. Especially with how the game wound up. Yeah. But, uh. My surprise team of the week is going to be the Rams over the Cardinals. And similar to Zach's, you know, some of you guys, this might not have been a surprise for you, but it's a surprise for me because I didn't think, not just the Rams, but we talked about it in last week's podcast, Matthew Stafford doesn't have much experience beating uh, teams above five hundred. I believe this was his first win um, against a team five wins or more above 500. I believe it. And Matthew Stafford, great game. 23 for 30, 287 yards for three touchdowns. Compare that to Kyler, 32 for 49, 383 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. So, yeah, Kyler didn't look good. No, he, he I mean, he I looked. mean the yards were there, but he attempted 49 passes. He was also their leading rusher. Seven carries for 61 yards. Cooper Cup was probably the highlight of the game. For sure. Setting a career high. One one shy of a Monday Night Football record. Yeah, career high in receptions with 13 going for 123 yards and a touchdown. That man is a target machine. And especially with Matthew Stafford having the arm he does, being able to place a ball in a zone when it needs to be there, Cooper Cup's just set up perfectly, because I, he can find the gaps in the zone. I was watching that game. I promise you, <clears throat> it was first down, run the ball, whatever. Second down, like five yard pass. Third down, Cooper Cup. Ugh. Well, every I mean, single time. <laughs> why not? I think they said um, on one of their final drives, it was. All three of the third down passes went to Cooper Cup, on one of their final drives. And then another thing that uh, that's yeah that makes sense. He's he's a beast. Yeah. But another thing that goes towards the surprise is the uh, the way that the Rams' defensive line was able to not corral Kyler, but. Keep him uncomfortable, you know, the whole night. Yeah. Kyler was not able to just sit there and pick apart the defense. No. Which is a huge thing to be able to do in the NFL. And which was great because they had to try and hide the fact that they were missing Ramsey. Yeah. Which, you know, huge. You can't do that, but... <laughs> so... Yeah. Rams beating the Cardinals 30-23 to is going to be my surprise. Fair. So... Give you guys the recap, go back through. Um, I just said that you know Ram's thirty to twenty three surprise over the cardinals My surprise is falcons over the panthers uh twenty nine to twenty one the Falcons won. both of us had the same best performing team with the chiefs winning forty eight to nine over the Raiders, and both of us also had the same worst performing team with the Jags losing twenty to zero to the Titans. So, uh, with all that out of the way, not out of the way, because we don't, it's not like we don't like doing it, you know, it's not out of the way. With all that completed now, we will move on to our pick'em. And as we start the pick'ems, we will let you guys know our record's heading into this week. Zach, you want to? I'll lead it off. I am leading still with 132 and 79. I am behind him with 124 and 86. And Gary's record on the pod, because he was a guest last week, we will keep all of our guest records. Gary's record is 9 and 5, and he was 1 and 0 on his locks. So for future guests or reoccurring guests, we will keep their records for each season and keep their records for their lock picks as well. So that is just a little tidbit for you about how it's going to go. But anyway, we start with tonight, Thursday night. We have a very intriguing matchup the Chiefs versus Chargers. The Chiefs versus the Chargers. I'm going Chargers. I'm taking the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been mean. I, agree. Not not disagreeing. I, I, but... I like I like I like how the Chiefs have been looking. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call this no grand. It's a lot less of a gut because the Chargers are are literally one loss behind the Chiefs, so it's not like this is an outrageous pick. But I am going with the Ch- Chargers based off a of gut. I saw that matchup and I'm like. Chargers are gonna take it. I got the Chiefs because they are five and zero in their last five. Like I said, I'm, I'm down. I'm down with you on the gut. But I was thinking about this game. I'm like, I gotta take the Chiefs. I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking I Herbert. Think it, I think it could turn into a shootout. I 100% agree. <laughs> and man, I like Mahomes. I I, I like that game. I like, <laughs> I like the potential for that game as well. I, I, I'm taking Herbert, same exact now, reasons. It can be a shootout. I will say this: I got excited for a game a couple weeks ago, Chiefs versus Cowboys. Ended up 19 to nine. <laughs> I hope that this isn't this that game. Better not end up nine. I want to this 9. game to end up 48 to 44, 45 to 38. Fuck something, yeah. something, something, something but yeah I'm taking the chiefs I'm taking Mahomes. taking Chargers. I'm taking herbert it's it's a good game tune in tune into the Thursday night game for sure and uh we move on to Saturday Saturday NFL football Saturday NFL football double header double header the NFL's treating us we're spoil we're too spoiled that's what it is yep We are too spoiled. First we get 17 weeks, and now we get Saturday. You remember how excited, you know, you guys probably were for all-day football on Sunday? Oh, you guys were so excited? Just imagine football on Saturday and Sunday (laughs) and Thursday and Monday. Football every day. (laughs) Kinda. There's bowl games on Friday. Exactly. Watch football this weekend, guys. It's on. You don't have an excuse. I don't yet. Nobody has an excuse not to watch. Seriously. Nobody has an excuse to not, not to watch football this weekend. You can turn on at any point from Thursday at 8 p.m. to Sunday at 11 p.m. You can flip on ESPN or some CBS, CBS Fox. Yeah. NBC something, and you will find a football game. So you have no excuse. I'm talking to you, whoever. And on whoever, to that. Whoever was slacking. On to the Saturday games. Starting off with the Raiders versus the Browns. I'm taking Browns. I'm taking the Raiders. The Browns have had so many people go on the COVID list over the past day and a half. Have they? Yes. Are you not aware? I am not aware. It is. <laughs> it is like it is to the point. It is to the point to where like Is it like remember, lions bad. It's like no, 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 like remember last year when they postponed? it was like the Ravens Steelers or yeah. something like that. It's like that bad. Like where they're talking about postponing the game. Oh jeez. Okay, wait. Let me let me do some quick research. Let me find out. You do the research. We better not get a postponed game because we need this doubleheader on Saturday. Damn it. What if we get it postponed to Tuesday? (laughs) If we get it postponed to Tuesday, then we are going to cry. And then I'm going to cry because then my Raiders pick's not going to be as good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Browns. COVID list. Baker. Nick Chubb, no, that's four weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, yes, yes, yes. Current? Okay. I believe. Test deposit. The Browns placed eight players Jarvis, Wyatt Teller, Austin Hooper, Takaris McKinley, and Gedrick Wills. Oh. It's like their entire offensive line. So yeah, you're telling me they lost two starting linemen. Okay, I'm gonna take the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I was swap. was swap. was unaware of the situation. I'm taking Raiders. I am taking Derek Carr. Derek Carr always throws for 400 yards and three touchdowns. And yeah, I'll go with Derek <laughs> Carr as well, just for the stats. He's a stat patter. Yes. He's like he's like Dak Prescott to where like, no matter how the game goes, at the end of the game, he has over 300 yards, and it's like wow. No. <laughs> how where when i agree and mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah he just also threw 45 passes yeah he that's, does that's one. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna that's that's the only reason i got the raiders over the browns, yeah if that gets honest. if that gets postponed i if, I'm, that, gets if postpon- that gets postponed and the browns get all of their players i don't know if i can do this Nope, nope. No, Picks are final. You're right, you're Picks are right. final. You're right. Picks are final. I'm Picks taking the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders as well. We're assuming this game goes on Saturday, but even if it doesn't, like we said, the game's at 4.30 Eastern on Saturday for anyone wondering. The next game on Saturday at 8.15 Eastern time is uh, the Patriots versus the Colts. And I think that Vegas is disrespecting the Patriots. 100%. Taking the Colts. I'm taking the Patriots. I'm taking Pats. I'm taking Mac Jones. I'm taking Mac Jones as well. There's not much to say. The only way that Mac Jones is in the MVP is if they run the ball three times. Wait, I don't... The Patriots have won what? Their last seven? I think. I'm checking right now. I believe so. Two, four, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Patriots have won their last seven. And against notable opponents of the Chargers, Cleveland, which is notable and healthy, beat down on Cleveland, Tennessee, and Buffalo. All very good opponents. All very good opponents. Mac Jones is possibly the offensive rookie of the year right now. I would say so. Bill Belichick is probably the coach, coach of, of the year right now. Patriots are scary. Patriots are scary. (laughs) The only way that I see the Colts winning this is is Jonathan Taylor relying a lot on Jonathan Taylor getting a scoring a lot of points and making it to where the Patriots offense can't quite reach you. Yeah, I agree. But all that being said, I don't think that. It's gonna get done. I think Bill Belichick's be able to game plan for it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think Patriots have taken it. I think Jonathan Taylor will have a force, probably still going for eighty to a hundred yards, however. Probably. But I think the Patriots are gonna take control of the game. I think Belichick will win it. It's a fair, very fair assessment. I'm I'm with you on that. Patriots and Mac Jones over the Colts. Come on, Vegas. Fix that line. Next up. We move on to Sunday. The next day, you wake up, eat your breakfast. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Go to church, if you do that, and then watch some football. We start out with the Panthers versus the Bills. taking Bills. Come on. I'm going to... I'm actually going to lock the Bills over the Panthers. You're locking the Bills. This is going to be my lock pick. Taking the Bills over Panthers. It's good mark. I like. The Bills have to be angry. They've lost two weeks in a row to the Patriots and then the Buccaneers, two very good teams. And teams have showed that when they have a chance to just beat on a team, like the Rams did it a couple weeks or uh, not a couple weeks ago too. <coughs> yeah, wait, two weeks ago uh, against the Jaguars. But it was last week. Oh, unless last week is. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago against the Jaguars, killed them. Yeah. Because they, I think, were 0 2 leading into that game. Yeah, they just 1 2. No? So I think I'm going to take the Bills. I'm also taking Bills. Beating down on the Panthers. I'm taking them as my lock. I don't want to go with Josh Allen. I think the dude's going to sling the ball. Also going Josh Allen. Plus, another reason why I'm locking the Bills is the Panthers, like we were saying, they're coaching. Needs, I, I can give you that. There's much to be desired from from that. Just leave so. your just leave your quarterback in. <laughs> leave him in. Let him play. <laughs> He's a quarterback. He's the start. Like it does. It does so much to someone's psyche to take him out like that. Yeah, because you're saying no. You, everything you've done up to that point is not good enough. You're gone. Right. As you, you're saying that, like, this game would have gone better had this dude been in. Yeah. You're gone. That it's, and then to go, never mind. You're back in. And you're, lied, you're you're, you're saying, like, what, what? And it's like, yeah, I'm just supposed to go in and be confident. Like, one of the main things to succeed as a quarterback or in any sport, for that matter, is confidence because then you're going to play to a higher ability. Agreed. So if you don't have the confidence, you know, from your coach, you don't have trust in your coach, your coach doesn't have trust in you, I don't think you know. It's not a good recipe. So, my LVP my for that game. Carolina's coaches. LVP Matt Rule. <laughs> Matt Rule. Uh, I'm taking. <laughs> I'm taking the Bills. Taking Josh Allen. I agree. And I will lock the Bills. All right. Next up, we go to the Cardinals versus the Lions. Taking the Cardinals. I'm also taking the <laughs> Cardinals, and I would like to start with this. DeAndre Hopkins likely to miss the rest of the regular season. I did not see that. I, he's, they said they sh- they're hoping to get him back for the postseason. Okay. But technically, the Cardinals haven't clinched the postseason spot yet. I would be very surprised that a 10-win team does not make the postseason. I'd be very surprised as well. Like even if they lose out, I would be surprised if they don't make it in. No, yeah, I I agree. But, but, Cardinals over Lions. There's not much said. The big loss for the um, Cardinals on that. Yeah. But the Lions also missing. Swift did not practice on Wednesday, which is all we have to go off of. So we have to assume he's not playing. But he's he's day to day. So is T J. Hawkinson. And uh, I'm pretty. They're all the COVID guys are back, right? Like Jamal Williams. Um, I I want to say yes, but I can't one hundred percent. Also, their number two corner, for most of the season, Jerry Jacobs, out for the rest of the season with an ACL injury. Who would have guessed? So, more cor- more secondary injuries for the Lions. Well, more and, injuries for the Lions. And with but. um, with James Conner. Being used in a good way in that backfield. Yeah. If all all someone has to do is pop in the game tape from last week when the Broncos just walked down the field by handing the ball off, getting eight yards of carry. Yeah. So yeah, I think the Cardinals. I'll take Kyler as my MVP just because Hopkins isn't in there. I I agree. I'll take Kyler. Actually, no. I'll take James Conner as my MVP. Just I'm cause still I was taking talking, Kyler. I was talking the wrong game up, but. Yeah, it's upsetting to say, but we have to take the Cardinals over the Lions. Yeah. It's just, just how it be. On to the next game. We have the Jets versus the Dolphins. I'm taking Dolphins. I'm going to take the Dolphins as well. I took the Jets last time they played, but the Dolphins have been improving a lot. Agree. Jalen Waddell's been being used more. The Dolphins. Like the Dolphins started, I believe, one and seven, and since are five and zero. Let me let me check this. Let me check this to be sure I'm not speaking out of out of tone. No, yes, are they correct. are five and zero in their last five games. I like yeah. the Dolphins. I like what Two is doing. I'm going to take Two as my MVP. I agree. I'm taking Waddle as my MVP cuz I like how they're using Waddle. I think that's a part of the reason why they're winning more. That's fair. The Jets not looking good at all. They no. got the crap beat out of them by the Saints last week, and the Saints are not a complete team by any means. No, they're I don't not. think I don't think the Jets are doing anything for the rest of the season. Hopefully they can get a top 5 pick that depends on them yeah but I'm taking the Dolphins taking Tua uh Zach's taking Waddle over the Jets for that game next up we have the Cowboys versus the Giants this is gonna be my lock pick oh this is your lock yes I am taking the Cowboys over the Giants all right I am also taking the Cowboys Mm. over the Giants but I'm not locking them but yeah I don't their explosive offense and yes I know that like the 19 to 9 game like we talked about with the Chiefs that game like games happen but overall the Cowboys have such an explosive offense with Pollard and Zeke combination then you got CD Amari Cooper who is Amari Cooper back? Yes. Yeah, Amari Mar- suck. So. Yeah. So Amari Cooper, CD, both very talented receivers. CD who I still I think is the number 1. I would Yeah, say. I, would, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Um other, their defense also hit or miss,
1: give or take. It's, but when
0: you're scoring that many points against an unreliable Giants defense, I don't think it'll be close. I think the Cowboys win. I'm I'm down with that too. Another thing that goes in favor of the Cowboys is that Mike Glennon is under center again, and you know he's he's not a starting quarterback. No, he's not. So, I yeah I'm I'm down with you on that. I think the Cowboys could easily get the best of the Giants yeah that's um, my life that's pick. oh yeah MVP so um I'm taking CD Dak. I'll go with Dak I'll take CD It's fair I don't know I'm Dak next up we have Washington versus the Eagles I wanna take Washington I gotta take the Eagles though right I'm gonna take Washington you're taking Washington yeah, I, I think I think Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith can are nasty duo. Not I don't think that. Obviously they're a nasty duo, but um, uh, I think yeah I I just it's a close game. But I think the Eagles are gonna take it. I I think it's close as well. I don't know. I like Washington. I like Taylor Heineke's grit. Um, I like Terry McLaurin. I like Curtis Samuel. They, they've been able to just keep themselves in games. And I think against a team like the Eagles, if Washington stays in the game, the Eagles could make a mistake. Okay. Hurts is still young. I think he's plenty capable of making mistakes in close games. That's right. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to have to go with Washington right. over the Eagles. I'm taking and Hertz. I'll take... Uh, I'll take Taylor Heineke as my MVP. All right. Next up, we have the Titans versus the Steelers. I'm taking the Titans. Yeah, I'm also taking the Titans. It. I mean, the Steelers are very hit or miss. The Steelers are really hit or miss. The Titans are a little bit too, but a lot less. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think the Titans are starting to, like, figure out what they're doing. Without Derek. Without Derek Henry. And Derek Henry's supposed to be coming back soon. Not for this game. Yeah, yeah. But soon. We'll we'll keep you guys updated. You know we keep you guys in the loop. You guys always know what's what's going on. What's going on? Felt the need to do that. Um, but yeah, I think the Titans are going to beat the Steelers. Ben is... The, the rumors say that Ben is out, you know, he's retiring at the end of the season. I think that is the right move. 100%. Because he does not look, you know, he does not look competitive anymore. Well, is the word I would use. His body doesn't hold up to his competitive nature. His, his body doesn't look competitive anymore. Yeah. is That's what it is. So, like, you look at, like, compare him to someone like Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson's body still looks yeah. very competitive and athletic. He doesn't, he's not, play, wait, no, he's getting worked out with the Seahawks, right? He's playing for the Seahawks. He, he scored a touchdown. Did he? Yeah. I didn't watch that. He's the first person in NFL history to score a, a touchdown for eight different teams. A rushing, a rushing touchdown for eight different teams. I, I, gen, I did not know that. But yeah, yeah. Adrian Peterson always gets picked up. Adrian, Adrian Peterson is the man. But yeah, all that being said, I think the Titans. I, I agree. Beat the Steelers this weekend. Um, I'll go. Uh, this is a tough, Tuffy. I guess I'll go Tannehill. I'll go with I'll go with Julio Jones. I'll give him a chance. Okay. Take him as my MVP. Mm-hmm. You know. Maybe he'll be back against the wall and have to do something. Maybe the Steelers will come out with a little bit more of a game plan. Come yeah. out swinging, you know what I mean? But we move on. To a battle of two and elevens. A battle of teams who had first-year head coaches. <laughs> battle between the Texans and the Jaguars. Normally, I'd take the Texans in this matchup, but since the Jags fired Irvin Meyer, I'm taking the Jags. I was going to say the exact same thing. I I think that's a. We were talking about it earlier. You know, Daryl Bevel being the interim head coach might give them a little bit of hope for the rest of the season. And Marvin Jones being in there knowing what happened last season. Yeah. I think the the Jags, the Jags now are in a better spot than the Texans. I agree, and that's sad to say. Very. Because 2 weeks ago, I would have said that's a very good question if you asked me who's in a better spot for the future. Now, for sure the Jags. Because they quit they quit playing NFL franchise. Yeah. Like they quit playing Madden franchise. <laughs> They're actually making a franchise. Good on them. I'll take the Jaguars and I'll take Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully Bevel um, lets him sling it I'm, a little bit. I'm gonna take James Robinson. Very fair. Because no. I think he'll finally get carries. Maybe they'll open it up with him. I don't know. I think I think it's just gonna be it's gonna like, like with the Lions last year. It's gonna be like a showcase game. Yeah, just it, like what can we do without you? Like the Lions last year when uh Matt Patricia got fired and Bevel came in as the interim head coach, the players were saying that they just felt like they could play more loose, you know, which is always what you want for the players. Yeah. So I think that Jags players might have that same feeling. Going with the Jags over the Texans. Agreed. And I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking James Robinson. Next up, we have the Bengals versus the Broncos. This is a good. This is a good matchup. I'm up. taking the Bengals though, because yes, they put the beat on the Lions. The, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna base this game off the Lions game. I I'll take the Bengals just because. They have a better offense. I'm going to take the Bengals because they beat the Lions by more. You want to talk about the Lions game? All right. Bengals beat the Lions by more than the Broncos. Therefore, the Bengals are the better team. Has to be. Has to be true. Well, either way, I'm taking the Bengals as well. (laughs) Uh. No, yeah, I like the Bengals. Um,. The Broncos, I think, just had a very... First off, I want to say, rest in peace to Marius Thomas. Of course. Know, current events. Um, but the Broncos, I think, had a very good... Not, not good, but the culmination of events that happened suited the Broncos well to win this past week. I will agree with Demarius that. DeMarius Thomas passed, I believe, last Thursday... Um, Then the Lions put seven players on COVID, and, you know, you're playing the Lions at home. Yeah. You you know, that's a chance to go off and make a spectacle, and they did. But the Bengals went to the Lions and did it. Oh, yeah, we're still talking about the Lions. Yeah, (laughs) Bengals went to the Lions and did it. (laughs) Uh, no, I take the Bengals. I'm taking. Think, Jamar Chase. I think their win, their their loss last week, it's just one of those gritty NFL losses. Uggred, uh, it's just one of those. One games of those that, that has to happen. One of those games that you end up on the bad side of. The Lions have a lot of those. The Vikings have a lot of those. It's just one of them. You know, mm-hmm. happens. Take mm-hmm. the Bengals and my MVP is Jamar Chase. I'll take Joe Burrow, the man. Next up, we have the Falcons versus the 49ers. I'm taking the Niners. I'm also taking the Niners. Uh, Debo. Niners and Debo, very good combination. Sam is saying Falcons and Cordell. Well, when we were just talking last week, like, or not last week, but we were talking about last week. Uh, Niners beat the Bengals. You know, you look, you look at the Niners' recent games. They started out the season, you know, not being respected by too many people, but being the 49ers are—they're four and one in their last five, and their loss was to Seattle, who's a division rival, and who has talent, who's, who's in a win now situation as well. They—they they are backed against the wall; they have to win out, basically. Yeah. So that you know, not much going against them. I. I think that the 49ers will beat the Falcons. I don't think it'll be crazy. As, the Falcons are a good team. But I think I think the Niners will handle, handle it. I take that back. The Falcons are not a good team. The Falcons... The Falcons are like the Lions, where they can play like a good team. Yeah. They're not a good team. They can play like a good team. They play like a good team for three out of the four quarters. But you don't know which ones like like <laughs> like compare the Falcons and the Lions to the Jags and the Texans. The Falcons and the Lions are better. I agree. Both both the Falcons and the Lions are better than the Jags and the Texans. Just they, sh- they they play like better teams. Yeah. They're all bad, but Yeah. I'm drilling this point too far. <laughs> Niners over Falcons. Um sorry, Falcons. Yeah. Niners at Niners. Debo Samuel. It, that's a. Yeah, I'm taking Debo the Samuel story I'm taking Debo. I, I hope that was evident from what I was saying. <laughs> Next up, we go to the Seahawks versus the Rams. God, it'd be the Rams. I'm taking the Seahawks. You're taking the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks sack. Listen to me. The Seahawks. Yeah, I gotta hear this reasoning. The Seahawks were three and eight two weeks ago. Basically saying that they have no more room for losses at all. You know, you can't be can't be eight and nine. Make huh. playoffs. Then, past two games they won. They beat the 49ers. and then uh, would they beat last? They beat the Texans last week. But I think Russell Wilson is going to beat Matthew Stafford and the Rams in a big NFC West matchup. I'm taking Russ as my MVP. I'm taking Stafford. I don't know where this inspiration came from, but I'll rock with it. I'm, I'm still taking the Rams dude, though. I I got a I got a good feeling. I don't know. I don't think Russ is. I don't think Russ is just gonna go down. Let the season. Go down like this. You gotta think. Do you still a seven and nine or no? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a seven and nine. No, it'd be eight and nine. An eight and nine team can still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten and eight's a yeah, lot better. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, but isn't that usually what Seahawks thrive on? Are those eh, spots? I don't know. Kind of. We'll we'll, we'll find out. I. I don't know. That's that's my gut. Okay. That's my gut pick. That's feeling. your gut pick. The Seahawks over the Rams. I don't know why. Just got to. Next up, we got oh yeah, uh Russell Wilson is my MVP. Stafford. Next up. We have the Packers versus the Ravens. I'm taking the Packers. I gotta take the Packers. Just because the Ravens lost to the Browns last week. Now, not, granted, not just we just because the yeah I was about to say we established that the Browns were in a very good situation leading up to that game. True, but, but the Packers very good. Yeah, I mean Aaron Rodgers, like we thought, came in and swung dick on Sunday night, right? Sunday night, yeah, because the Rams Cardinals. Won yeah, night. Sunday night forty five bomb. As as Adam Schefter said, increased his <laughs> share of the Chicago Bears. Per source. Some people think that he now owns more than the Bears owners themselves of the Bears. <laughs> he might actually own the Bears owners. We don't know. But as much as I hate it, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are too good to take the Ravens. Yeah. I'm taking Rodgers, my MVP. I'm also taking Rodgers just because what they're doing is uh, is crazy. Rodgers, possibly MVP. Right now, he has uh, 3,200 passing yards, 27 touchdowns for only four interceptions. He's close. I don't know. Uh, a gentleman we'll talk about in a second might be, though. But I think the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, yep. Aaron Rodgers would be my MVP. I agree, MVP. I agree. Might as well. Next up, Sunday Night Football, we have the Saints versus the Buccaneers. And that gentleman is Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady has 4,134 passing yards, 36 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So more interceptions than Patrick Mahomes, but almost 900 more passing yards. Yeah, I'm. I obviously I'm taking the bucks. I'm taking the. Not bucks much as question well. with this. Um, Tom Brady, very good. Tom Jameis Brady, Winston, well, T- no it's Taysom Hill right? Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback for the Taysom Saints. Hill, Zachary, not as good. Taysom Hill is not as good at the football yeah. as Tom Brady. Correct. As Pat McAfee says, Tom Brady's good at the football. Yes. Taysom Hill, still pretty good at the football. Not as good as Tom Brady. They're not good enough to pull off a win against the 10-3 and 3 There Bucks. are very few, if none, no people better at the football than Tom Brady. I apologize if that was annoying. I'll stop doing that. But, um, yeah, Tom Brady, that dude's a freak. If you don't like him, why? You don't like him because you're upset that he's good stop it grow up Brady and the Bucks beating the Saints hopefully because you know Brady for whatever reason against the Saints has a weird that's a weird thing I forgot about that Mm -hmm. that's why I didn't lock it (laughs) I didn't think I was gonna lock that I didn't think about that it's a good stipulation but then we go to Monday night For a game between teams that I don't think deserve back-to-back primetime games. Back-to-back weeks. But we have the Vikings versus the Bears. I'm taking the Vikings. I want to take the Vikings. I think I'm going to take the Vikings. But it's not as easy just because the Bears did score... 30. A lot of yeah no yeah I'll take the Vikings I think most of the Bears' success was just due to their special teams yeah on Sunday night. Dalvin their, Cook, Dalvin Cook, is, gross. He's back, did it all with a shoulder sling. Yeah, the dude. Dalvin Cook is, is a mean dude. If Derrick Henry wasn't in the NFL then I think Delvin Cook would be the dude that everyone's talking about. Yeah, quite honestly. But Justin Fields, not quite the, you know, not quite there in terms of what he's doing. But Kirk Cousins, not the greatest primetime resume. Justin Fields is going going from facing Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau on primetime. To playing Kirk Cousins at home, on prime time. Two very different experiences. Two very different experiences. Two very different atmospheres. Might have something going for him. I have to take the Vikings on this one, especially because the Vikings are still in the playoff hunt.
1: They and got the drive to what?
0: They have they have the, they have the the doors open for them, and. I doubt they're going to let a 4-9 in-division opponent, you know, take that away from them. So Vikings over Bears for Monday night. And that concludes our pick for this week. To recap, um, our lock picks. My lock pick is uh, the Bills beating the Panthers. My lock pick is the Cowboys over the Giants. And then... uh the records for the podcast because we know you guys love those. I'm still in the lead with 132 and 79. I am 124 and 86. And Gary being our only guest, normally we will, you know, list off guest records, you know, all the guest records whenever, but Gary's our only guest. So, but Gary is 9 and 5, and he is 1 and 0 on his locks. And. That does it for this episode of Bug Brothers CP and the NFL Pick'em. Thank you all for listening. This has been Bug Brothers CP. That's Bug Brothers CP on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I've been your host as always, Lucas. I'm Zach. And we're out.